بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد As we had discussed the last time in regards to the sunnah qirat in salah that on the morning of Jumu'ah it is sunnah to recite surah al-Islam in sajda and surah al-Dahr first rakat and second rakat Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum and we find throughout history of the ulama, the aima, the imams, our akabirin, our elders, this was all their habit. And even during safar also, if they had the time, while on journey, on the morning of Jumu'ah, they would decide these two sunnah, surahs of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then we mentioned that previously also, that Nabi alayhi salatu wasallam had a certain sequence, tartib, sunnah, in regards to his qirat in salah. When he came to the Fajr Salah, and it came to the Salat al-Zuhr, then in these two Salah, Nabi Ali Salat al-Islam, we should recite from Tiwali Mufassal, which we explained the last time, from Surah Hujarat, 26 para, till was Samai Dhatil Buruj. Well, these Surahs were recited, the longest Surahs. But as I mentioned the last time in Salat al-Zuhr, because it is a Salah which is inaudible, so therefore, to recite very long Surahs, especially in our Zamana, attention will not be there. People get tired also because it is inaudible, it's not a loud salah. So therefore the qirat is uh, shortened a bit. Fajr salah is desirable to lengthen the qirat a bit. And Ulama explained in the fiqh kitabs that people are sleeping at this time. So if they wake up late, at least they will get their salah. And for the Hanafis also, to delay the salah of Fajr to a later time is mustahab. It's mentioned in Hadith Sharif, Asfiru bil Fajr, fa'innahu a'azamu lil Ajr. Fajr Salah when it's nice and bright, because there's more reward at that time. For the Hanafi is the more we delay, but not too late. The reward is even more. And then to lengthen the Qirat also at the same time, so most people can get the Salah. So this is Fajr Salah and Zuhur Salah. When it comes to Salatul Asr and Salatul Isha, then the Surahs to be recited over there, from وَالسَّمَاءِ ذَاتِ الْبُرُوجِ تِنْ لَمْ يَكُنِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Till end of إِنَّا زَلَّهُ فِي لِيلَةِ الْقَدْرِ So surahs range from that part of the Qur'an Sharif. And Maghrib Salah is the shortest. From لَمْ يَكُنِ الَّذِينَ to Suratul Nas. So this is a sunnah qirat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then, now and then, there is permission given, there is leeway, there is gunjai for a person to recite other than that. But then to find most of our seniors who prefer now just to recite from within these surahs, the benefits of this also you'll find that when the surahs are repeated, those that are non-hufaz, that don't know Quran Sharif, even they pick up the surahs after some time. When the imam is reciting on their own salah, sometimes they want to read, because the imam repeats the sunnah surah so many times, they pick up the surahs. And then when it comes to the, the nafil and sunnah namazas we have, then there we can recite whatever we want to. There a person lies open to recite as much as he want to. Also one point to remember in the first salah, they sequence how to recite the surahs. From surah wa duha going down, the shorter surahs, there should be sequence that a person recites now, the surah thereafter, or if he wishes to miss a surah, then he should miss two surahs. If he, example, he recites now, alam tara, which commonly we all know the last ten surahs. So alam tara, the after is the ilafi Quraysh. So it is sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he will recite the surah after it, as far as possible. So alam tara, the ilafi Quraysh, but a person who wishes to recite araita, 
which is after the Ilafi Quraysh. So between Alam Tara and Ara'ita, there's one surah only. So to omit a short surah between two surahs is makruh. Salah will be done, but you will not get the full reward, it will be makruh. You can leave out two surahs. The Ilafi Quraysh can be left out, Ara'ita, then you can recite Alam Tara and Inna A'atina. That is permissible. Then to recite a reverse tartib, a reverse sequence. Person recited Alam Tara, now he wants to recite Wailulli Kulli, which is before it. There also is makruh. Even to leave out two, three surahs before it also, that is makruh also. It should be going ahead towards surah nas So a person from what duha going down specifically, then there now to leave out just one surah will not be permissible. Yes, we have watini there in between. Then after watin we have iqra, which is a long surah. Then inna anzalnahu fayrilatil qadr. So he wants to recite watini, inna anzalna, that will be permissible, iqra is long in between. Then you have inna anzalnahu fayrilatil qadr, lam yakun is a long surah. So if he wants to omit that, inna anzalna, idha zulzil, not a problem. Then also in the first salah, we are taught, is the sunnah, that the first rakat be a bit longer than the second rakat also. Should be second rakat is longer than the first rakat. So these are all different sunnah when it comes to our qirat in salah, our nafil salah, our sunnat salah. From all this we understand a few points my dear brothers. That when it comes to the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa we have teachings in everything. And the sunnat way of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam ulama explained there are three things. The sunnat tariqah is ajmal, akmal and ashal. The sunnah way of doing things is the most beautiful way. The most beautiful way in the eyes of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala if you want to attract, if you want to attract the mercy of Allah, the barakat of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, the help of Allah, do it the sunnah way. That's the most beautiful way. Dunya can say otherwise. Whether it be a walima, it be a nikah, it be some function, it be some occasion, whatever it is, what is the sunnah? Dunya people might say Lord, it was so smart. But that smart meant now further away from the sunnah. The eyes of Allah is not smart. What's the simplest according to sunnah, this is ajmal. The most beautiful way. Then it's akmal, the most perfect way. Is it a more perfect way? Many people say I'm a perfectionist. What's a perfectionist? I follow the sunnah. Sunnah is most perfect. This divine from Allah wa ta'ala. Every action of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is designed by Allah wa ta'ala was preserved, its style was preserved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be given specifically to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is how I want you to dress. This is how I want you to use the miswak. This is how I want you to sleep, to wake up, to read these duas. This is the most perfect way. This is a perfectionist. Ashal is the most easiest way. Is that more easy than the sunnah? Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was offered that you be a nabi and a king. You will have wealth. Or you be a nabi and a pauper. One day rosa, one day food. One day fasting, one day he will eat. Entire life of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam came out like this. He opted for the latter. That I prefer, prefer to be a nabi, but be a pauper. The reason being, ulama explained, this is rahmatul alameen, sallallahu alayhi wasalam. His compassion for the entire humanity till qiyamah. Why he chose this way of life? This was by choice. If Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam had to be a very wealthy person, then his standard of living would have been that high also. The quality of his food, his conveyance, his accommodation, his dressing. Then the ummati that will come who doesn't, who cannot now 
be of that level, will say the deen Islam is not for me. I cannot follow the sunnah because the level is too high. So Nabi alayhi salatu salam in his simplicity which he opted for, he now considered the poorest ummati till qiyamah. That you will have no excuse also. That how I lived, this, what do you say, tin shanty, a mud house, and food being cooked now, maybe after a month or two. So every ummati can follow the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And just to one point to understand how easy sunnah is and how practical it is. When it comes to our salam, our durud sharif also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this one point comes to mind, that today is the day of Jumu'ah, many people send messages around, Jumu'ah Mubarak, whether permissible, impermissible, if a person thinks it to be that I got to do it every week, then impermissible. Now then it's okay. On Jumu'ah Mubarak, but this was not found in the lives of Sahaba. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to wish Jumu'ah Mubarak. But more than that, now a person writes the name of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he should never put the after S-A-W. That in reality puts a saw on the heart of a person. S-A-W, sallallahu put the entire thing, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Don't put now an abbreviation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, type it out. Some muhaddithin taught hadith their entire life. But Allah wa ta'ala gave them jannat just because when they would write the name of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they would write it in complete. Just upon that writing only. So don't write it in abbreviation. S-A-W, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people put abbreviation. Or the duruj, whatever it may be. Write it in full. So when it comes to the life of Nabi alayhi salatu salam, the most easy. There's something like salam also, now that too also we're abbreviating. S-L-M-Z, salams. There's no salams in sharia. It's a dua. It's a dua that a person sneezes also. He says, Alhamdulillah. The reply, Yarhamukallah, is only dua for one another. person doesn't reply, but you don't know make dua for me. I sneeze, I said, Alhamdulillah. But there are times when to say Alhamdulillah loudly also. The person is busy, people are not ready to reply to him. Then he should say it softly. But even salam also, to write it completely. How to say salamu alaykum. Our kabir is to have one specific majlis only. How to make the salam. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Now salam being so simple and the easiest thing. When it comes to western culture. We say the sunnah is universal, international. Is the best, is the easiest. When it comes to the western world and their culture. Now, if it's 12.01 p.m., and I say good morning, you say good afternoon. I didn't see the time. So I go to see the time accordingly now. So before 12 o'clock, good morning. After 12 o'clock, then good afternoon. Then when do you say good evening and good night? If it's 12.01 a.m., it's night time. Do I say good night or do I say good morning? So even they are confused. We have assalamu alaikum. Anywhere in the world, Haramein Sharifain, you go to China, you go to South America, he's speaking Spanish, he's speaking Japanese, whatever language, Assalamu alaikum is already my brother. How that muhabbat is created? The sunnah is so powerful, just the salam only, the beginning of our day. We can imagine now we bring the entire sunnah in our life. What a life Allah ta'ala will give us in this zamana also. May Allah ta'ala give us so fit bin amal inshallah. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanallah.